for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. He said, do not. That means he's giving us a choice to worry or not to worry. He's telling us, don't you worry. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. The Gentiles seek. He's talking about the people who don't know the Lord. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But then he's talking to us now. He said, but you as a believer, you as a child of God, watch this, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to your life. What things are he talking about? He's talking about the clothes, the food, come on, the houses, the cars, the cash, all that. He's talking about the crib. He's talking about all those natural things going to be added to our lives. But he said, now, we can't be worrying about those things like the unsaved or like the world is always worrying about what they don't have. Come on now. Because they really think that life consists of stuff. See, stuff is just a, an addition or a benefit to our life because we're in the kingdom. He said, I'm going to add this stuff to your life. Are you listening to me? He said, but I don't want you to go out seeking this stuff and put me on the back burner. He said, I want you to seek me and then the stuff going to come along with that. Are you listening to me? But we got it backwards. Amen, somebody. We're going after the stuff and not him. He said, if you just go after me, then I'm going to make sure the stuff come along with it. Woo, that's what he's saying. But you can only do that, number one, if you are walking into your sonship privileges. If you're a child of God and not a son, then a child going to seek the stuff. The mature one going to seek him, and he going to add the stuff to our lives. Are you listening to me? I ain't got but two hand claps on that. You can do better than that, though. I'm going home in a minute. Amen. 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 Because that's what's been happening to the believer. That's what happened in the whole body of Christ. We have made things God. So if we don't have a certain thing, then, you know, we feel like we ain't worth anything. See, he's saying here you are more valuable than the bird. You are more valuable. See, we are valuable in the kingdom because of what Jesus did for us. Are you hearing me? It's not about what we possess. Now, if you get your mind over in the natural realm, then it's all about value based on how much stuff you own. But Jesus said this. He said, now, if you seek me, then look, you're already valuable anyway because you're in the kingdom. But if you seek me, then I'm going to add some more value to your life. I'm going to add those things to your life. If you seek me. Amen. In other words, it means do things his way. Simple. The kingdom is the way God does that. It's God's operational system. It's how God operates. So he wants us to operate the way he operates. Amen. See, when I become interested in what God is interested in, then God will be interested in what I'm interested in. 
See, we're trying to get God interested in what we're interested in. We're not interested in what God interested in. See, God interested in people. We're interested in stuff. That's why sometimes we struggle to get stuff because we got it backwards. See, God loves people. We love stuff. We love what people can do for us. We don't really love the people. We love what people can give us. And y'all don't, y'all, y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like that. Amen. So we, we, got, we got to make this shift now. We got to go from being children over to sons. Are you listening to me today? Let me prove this to you. Turn to Romans chapter, uh, we know, turn to uh, John first. That's our foundation, John chapter 1. And uh, look at verse number 12. Now, in the original Greek, uh, in the New, Living, the new uh, King James, this is how I read. That's why I got a new King James. Now, you can, you can keep what you want to keep. You know, I, ain't, I don't have nothing to do with what kind of Bible you, you have. But some certain translations don't really give you the, 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 the Greek and Hebrew meaning. Are you listening to me? But the new King James is the closest to the original Greek and Hebrew. So I, I, I got a new King James, you know. And then I don't like to say all the and the. I don't like to go through that anyway. I mean, that's just me. Now, you know, it makes it seem, some people keep it going, make it seem more uh, religious or holy or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thou art God. You are God. You are God. So, I mean, come on now. Same thing, right? So, New King James, what are you? Look at verse number 12. It said, well, but, I don't like to start with but. Let's back up to... Uh, Verse number uh, 10. He was in the world, talking about Jesus, and the world was made through him, talking about Jesus, and the world did not know him, talking about Jesus. He, talking about Jesus, came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, then he gave. When you receive him, he start giving you. See, the nature of God is to give. It's to love. And love always gives. Are you listening to me? He said, as men have received him, he gave the right to become the children of God. Now, the regular King James said the sons of God to those who believe in his name. But children of God, if you're born again, you are a what? Child of God. Somebody say, I'm a child of God. Now, if you're not born again, then you're not a child of God. You're part of God's creation, but you're not a child of God. Only you can become a child of God, you must be born again. Amen, somebody. Are you hearing me? Now, turn me right over your Bible to the book of Romans, chapter 8. Romans, chapter 8. I want to prove this to you. Now, we got to make the transition from being a child of God over to a son of God. Now, if you read through the gospel, Jesus always referred to himself as the son of man, son of David. Come on. Never. You may sit once in a while. Jesus always saw himself as a son, not a servant. See, if you don't see yourself as a son, then you'll try to work for everything. 
a work to get. See, a son has inheritance, right? Come on, somebody. Uh, a child has inheritance, right? Child of God. Now, a servant don't have the same privilege as a son. They don't. Are you hearing me? We are sons serving. Say this with me. I'm a son serving in the kingdom. Now, I'm not talking about gender when you hear the word sons. I'm talking about a mature one. Right? Now, we got to make the transitions because some people have a calendar age in the kingdom, but they don't have kingdom character. They say, I've been in the way. I've been in the way for 20 years. Yeah, you need to get out of the way because you've just been in the way. You know, nobody can pattern, nobody can see Christ in your life. See, that's what it's all about. Uh, are you hearing me? Romans chapter 8, are you there? Look at verse number uh, 12, for time's sake. Now you can start reading that verse, uh, chapter 1, you, on your uh, verse 1 on your time, but I need to get somewhere today. Okay, verse number 12. Romans chapter 8, verse 12. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you would die. But if you live by the Spirit, you put forth, you put death, the deeds of the body, you will live. Verse 14, the emphasis verse, key in on this. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, that means the Holy Spirit, those are the, are the what? Are the what? Are the what? Sons of God. Now watch this now. Underline sons of God. We're in the same text. Now watch this. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, we mean Daddy. The Spirit himself, talking about the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our spirit that we are what? You see the, the difference. Now you see sons, then you see what? Children. You see sons, and then you see children. Now, the children of God are those who are born again, have made Jesus Christ the Lord of their lives, well, Savior and Lord of their lives. The sons are the ones who demonstrate the characteristics of God. Now, now, I want you to catch this now. God always give more to a mature one than he to do one that's not grown up yet in the things of God. Now, I want you to catch this. Because if you have not matured, then God knows certain things you cannot handle. Now, a parable is a natural illustration with a spiritual revelation of spiritual meaning. Jesus always taught in parables. Now, let me show you a parable. A parable is this. You have a five-year-old child and you have a 19-year-old son, right? Watch this now. Both of them is asking for the keys to the car. Yeah, five-year-old, they want to drive just like anybody else. Now, as you being a, a parent, as you being 
a father, a mature one, a mother, would you give the keys to that five-year-old yes or no? Why? Because you love that child. Watch this. You love them too much to see them destroy themselves and destroy other people. That's why a lot of times we have not come into what God wants us to come into because we'll destroy ourselves and other people. Amen. I know you've been confessing and believing God and everything. I, I understand that. But something just come with maturity. Amen. Something come with growth. So I got to make this transition. I cannot stay kind of all my life. I cannot stay with a church mentality. Say, I'm coming to church. No, 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 no. You got to thank kingdom. You got to think wherever I am, God is. You got to think if I'm, on, I'm at work, I'm representing God. Come on. If I'm behind closed doors, I'm, work, I'm representing God. Wherever I am, I'm representing God. That's the mature one. Now, the child of God, they think about when I get in church, I act right. Oh, now y'all ain't with me today. See, that's how children think. I act right in front of my parents. But when I'm around my parents, I let it all hang out. So that's why, watch this now, I'm going to help us out as parents. That's why you got to teach your children to fear God, not you. Because they'll fear you long they see you. But once they get out of your sight, come on. See, God is everywhere, so they know if they're in college, God is there too. Because we taught them to reverence God. But if you talk to them just to obey you, when they're out of your sight, they ain't going to obey you in the long Same way with God. Think about it. You want a big increase, but yet you're not faithful with the little. You want a better job, and you don't even get to that job on time. You complaining. You always blame shifting on where you're at in life. You're blaming everybody else for your condition and your situation. You got to grow up and take responsibility. Are you listening to me? I am where I am, but I don't have to stay where I am. Are you listening to me? I have to grow up. And God is requiring the church to grow up in this last day. You got to mature. You got to confront certain things. Are you listening to me? Ooh, just good. Verse 16. Chapter 8, verse 16. The Spirit himself bear witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I consider, verse 18, that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Now, when he's talking about suffering here, what he's talking about, the persecution of the Judaizers and stuff, you know, not wanting him to spread the gospel of grace or the message of grace. You know, persecution. He's not talking about suffering, you know, sickness and disease. That's not what he's talking about here. Are you listening to me? For the earnest expectation of creation 
eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. God is looking for some sons. He's looking for some mature ones. He's looking for folk that he can trust. Amen. Come on now. He can trust us that we're going to do the right thing. Ah. He's looking for people who are loyal, who sold out to him, sold out for the kingdom. That's what God is looking for. Those are the sons of God. Amen. Ooh, somebody said this is good. Say it again. Now, we see the difference between the son and the children of God. That's what we looked at last week. Now, let me, let me kind of look at a few more things here. Now, identity is very important in the kingdom. You got to know who you are. Then number two, you got to know what belongs to you. Then number three, see, it ain't time to shout yet now because you know who you are. You ain't time to shout yet. And you know what belongs to you. Ain't time to shout. Then shouting time comes, you got to know how to get it. Those three things. Three things. And yeah, you, you see, you got to know who you are, what belongs to you. You got to know how to get what belongs to you. Are you hearing me? You got to know I'm a child of God. I, I got to transition from the child to a son, right? And everything God has made available for me, but I got to possess it by faith. But if I stay, see, you cannot be in faith and be con at the same time. Either you in, turn to Hebrew chapter, turn to Hebrew chapter 11. You got to make this shift. I'm going to show you how to do it in a minute. I'm going to show you how do we make this shift. Look at verse 6, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It said, but without faith, it is impossible to do what? For he who comes to God must believe that he is that he is reward of those dealing seeking him. In other words, listen, faith pleases God. Not flesh, but faith. Now, over in Romans chapter 8, it talks about those who in the flesh cannot please God. See, a, 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 a child don't want to please anybody but themselves. A child always want attention. Y'all have children, y'all know what I'm talking about. They want attention. You can be on the phone talking to somebody, talking business, they'll still, they'll come. They don't want anything. Not, you know, they come, daddy, mama, daddy. Start showing you stuff, they ain't never show you anything. They want attention. Come on now. They want attention. Then they'll act out to get attention. Right? Children. Sometimes we do things for attention. I want to ask you this. Do you do what you do to glorify God or do you want some attention? Do you want attention? Amen. I'm just asking the question. Now you got you got to have your own answer. I mean, I'm, do you want attention? 
Amen. <laughs> go, go, go to Hebrew chapter four. Hebrew chapter four. Children. We got to grow up, children. Now, listen to me. When I know, now this is the first thing I want you to understand. Now, we're going to make this shift, right? We got to make this shift from a child to a son. Because a son walk in more benefits than the child. Although the same thing is available for both people. It's available. See, grace make it available for, for you, whether you're a child or a son. But the thing about it, there are certain things God cannot trust an immature person with. Now, 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 let that simmer for a minute. Let me, let me prove it to you. Turn to Matthew. We, we'll come back here. Turn to Matthew chapter uh, uh, 25. Matthew 25. Let me prove that point, and then we'll move on. Okay, let me prove that point right quick, because some of y'all, I like y'all don't believe what I'm saying. So let me see, let the scripture do the talking. That's how you, you can't do too much talking yourself. You got to let the word do the talking for you, amen? Let, let the word talk to you. Look at verse 14. 25, 14, are you there? Now for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country calling his own servant and deliver his goods to them. And to one he gave how many? And to another he gave what? And to another he gave what? And the next sentence is the interpretation why he did what he did. Now I don't have to go to parallel script to prove the point. It's in the text now. He's telling you why he did what he did. What he said, what the next verse is what? To each according to his own ability. So God is not going to give you more than you can handle. Now you can do certain things and get it yourself. Yeah. Certain things you can get yourself. But we're talking about God. No, God is not going to give you more than you can handle. See, that's why it's so important that we mature. We come out of this corner realm. We come out of this childhood over the sonship. I don't know about you, but I want everything that God has for me. I want to be everything God called me to be. Do you not know, watch this now, hear me. Do you not know that your carnality can slow others down from coming to Christ. Oh, you ain't mean. See, it's like this. Say if you stay as people, say if you stay in an apartment or whatever, close to house, close by people. Now watch this now. And you and your wife get into a heated discussion. Auger, fuss. Y'all, 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 y'all didn't know what I mean by heated discussion. Okay, y'all, y'all arguing real loud. I mean, y'all, like, you know, y'all throwing stuff, hitting the wall, everything. And the people next door don't know the Lord. Carnality going to say, watch this, because they don't know the Lord, they're going to say, I don't know why they, every morning I see them get up going to church. 
on now. Think for a moment. See, they're not seeing spiritually. They're looking at the outward appearance of man. Are you listening to me? And I don't know why when they see me every day, they tell my praise the Lord. Why are they saying praise the Lord for? See, but when we mature and we grow up, yet we can have the same debate, but we can have it in a mature fashion. Come on. They won't even know we're having a debate. Are you listening to me? So guess what? Now they see Christ's likeness in us. Come on. Not saying we don't get angry, but say, be angry, but saying not. So it do us good to mature. You got to mature. It's all about growth. Are you listening to me? God want us to grow up. Somebody said, God want me to grow up. So he said, I only gave one five, and I gave one two, and I gave the other one one, because I already knew what they were going to do with it. Amen. God knows he can't trust you with a certain amount of finances. He knows what you're going to do. See, number one, you don't have a plan for what you're praying for. I said that again. You don't have a plan for the money you're praying for. So what you going to do with it? You want to increase? What plan you have for the increase? Are you listening to me? See, maturity says I make a plan. I set goals. Realistic goals that I can meet. That's a part of growth. Oh, my God. We got to make that shift. Somebody said we got to make the shift. Now, number one, when I know my identity as a son, it gives me confidence to approach the father with boldness. When I know my identity, I know I'm a son. It gives me confidence to approach the father with boldness. Hebrews, certain Hebrews. That's the first thing. You, this going to change your mind now. I know I'm a son. I'm a mature one. I'm not going to approach the fa- father timid. I'm going to approach the father with boldness. I'm, a, I'm approaching him because he's my father. Come on. And not some old man sitting upstairs that we say. The man upstairs. No, he's my father. I approach him different. Amen. Look at verse number 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who have passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of what? That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help when? In time of need. So I go to God boldly because I know I'm a son. It changed my approach to the things of God. 
Are you listening to me? I come boldly. Somebody say, I come boldly. It changed my approach. Somebody said, change my approach. Now, how am I going to get this done? That's number one. Now, now, let's make this transition. Let's see how it happens. Let, let's look at it. Okay, now, let's look at verse number, uh, let's look at uh, uh, First Corinthians chapter 13. How to transition from childhood to sonship. You know, they'll give me boldness. Number one, they're going to give me boldness, right? I mean, I got to be bold. I got to go to the father in confidence. He's the father. He's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna hit me on the head with a club. If I go to him bold, come on. I ain't gotta go to him crying and begging. I go to him bold. He's my father. Are you listening to me? I'm his child. I'm his son. First Corinthians chapter 13. Let's look at verse number 11. First Corinthians 13, verse 11. Are you there? Let me get there right quick. So I, I gotta make some time here. Chapter 13, verse 11 said this. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. Are you at 1 Corinthians chapter 13? Verse number 11. When I was a child, I did what? Okay. Now, 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 watch this now. A child talked different from a mature one. A child always use the word I, me, my. <laughs> oh, you get it. A child use the word my, I. See, this this is the thing. When I hear people say this, somebody said this one, one, one time. They, 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 go, they go to church here too. They said, they said, they said, you know how y'all church? I said, y'all, y'all, y'all church. You ain't hooked in yet. It's our. Are you listening to me? This is us, we. So you got to change how you talk. Come on. A child. Say things before they think. A child speak before they even hear the conversation. Okay. That's immature. You ain't let me finish with the conversation. You already spoke. You already gave me an answer. Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about a child. The Bible says, listen what it says. He said, when I was a child, I did what? I spoke as a child. Certain things, look at me. Certain things I learned not to say, even though I can say it. And I have the authority to say it to sometimes the people, but I don't say it. Because I'm not looking to try to let you know how much I know. If I can't help you, I keep my mouth closed. To mature to say, look, no, don't say nothing. They're not going to receive that. 
Well, I should have told him anyway, no, what good are it going to do? <laughs> Come on now. Maybe they'll receive it from somebody else. Lord, you know, send somebody else across the path. Perfect label. I may not be the perfect label. Are you listening to me? I spoke as a child. So listen, now, a child sounds, sounds a certain way. You can tell when you're talking to a, a mature one, a son, and you tell when you're talking to a child. <laughs> I like this. Because, it, listen, it's beneficial that we grow up. It's to our advantage that we mature. Listen, make a note of this. If you're not changing, you're not growing. If you're not changing, you're not growing. No matter who we are, if we're not changing, we're not growing. Growth demands change. Although I may not want to change, but if I'm going to grow, I got to change. And sometimes the older we get, the less we want to change. <laughs> Why? Because we're creatures of habit. See, just because you master something does not mean it ain't more to it. I, 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 no, I, I, no. See, 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 this is what we do. There's a whole nother level. There's a no, whole nother life out there for us. But because we're so used to doing something and we think we got it there, we think we mastered it, we don't change. We stay right there. Growth demands change. Growth demands change. Say this with me. If I'm going to grow, I must change. Growth demand change. Say it again. It does. It does. It does. He said, now, I, I was a child, so I was talking like that. He said, I understood as a child. I thought as a child. Now, but when I became a man, a full grown, a mature one, a son, I put away childish things. There's certain things we got to put away. Now, the scripture didn't say God took them away. Read the scripture. Read the text. So somebody was praying for God. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Everybody good to go. This is funny. You're going to like this. You're going to like this. This is just this is a joke, you know. Said that the guy was praying. For, for God to take away the taste from his mouth, cigarette. Take him away, take him away. God, take him away. Well, 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 then the other gentleman said, look, why God going to take him? God don't smoke. <laughs> what God going to take him? God don't smoke. No, I, watch this, I've been empowered by the Spirit of God to overcome anything that I deal with in this life. God live in me. So now I become 
that son. I become the mature one. He said, I put away. Read this again. Look at verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. I did that. I said, I did that. We have a responsibility to depend on the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit that's living on the inside of us. Come on. To help us put away certain things that do not glorify God. I put away childish things. Amen. I put them away. Somebody said, I put them away. That's number two. I got to close in a couple minutes. Now, he said this also. He said, I thought as a child. So now, my thinking is the key. How I think is how I'm going to perform or what I'm going to do. I don't like you word perform. You know, all the folks say, you're grace, grace. I understand that. But faith without work is dead being by itself. I understand grace. I know what it is. It made everything available. I understand that. But you have to do something. All that power inside of you, God is not going to come down here and do anything that he gave you the power to do it with. He has the ability, but we have the responsibility. Are, are you hearing me? Paul said, listen, I thought my thinking was childish, so everything else is going to be childish. Go back to how we think. And you think the way we think. We think the way we think based on the knowledge we've been given, that we have received, the information. Are you listening to me? If I think like a child, I'm going to act like a child. I'm going to talk like a child. That's how the only reason you, you know a person, a child, what's just now, I'm talking about in the kingdom, the only reason you know they're carnal is when they open their mouth or they act. Now, what I found out over the years, now, y'all 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 with me, y'all with me, y'all with me. What I found out is this. I found this out. You don't really know a person until you get close to the person. You don't really know a person. You think you know them. But you don't really know a person until you get close to a person. That's when you really know a, a, a person. And, and I, I, I know people that I, I, you know, I mean, they, they're in the ministry that, you know, I, I you know, I kind of, I'm close with, I know, but, and I'm not critiquing, not criticizing, but I just, I just didn't know that. Yeah, well, y'all get that later. Now, I seen some things come out that wouldn't I wouldn't have let come out. You know. 
Now, there's some things that I will, I could say. I'm not talking about using profanity all this. I could say some things to Pastor Gwen. Pastor Gwen said some things to me that we wouldn't say to anybody else. Because she know me. I know her. We know we, she know what I can handle. I know what she can handle. You know what I'm saying? Because she, some things she can say to people, they, they can't handle that. They think it's criticism. It's not criticism. It's constructive. It's constructive. It's not destructive. It's not, not, not going to tear you down. Are you listening to me? But when you say something or when you act, it lets the cat out of the bag, so to speak. That's where you're at in your spiritual walk. It's, how, it's what we say. Are you listening to me? And it's what we do. Determine our spiritual growth. Are you listening to me? I don't just want to grow because getting to heaven. I'm born again. I'm going to heaven without a doubt. I, I don't even guess on that. I'm, uh, I'm just sure for heaven I already was there. That's not a problem. That's not a problem with me. I, I, I want to grow so I can touch other people's lives. In the earth who don't know the Lord. Are you, are you listening to me? Those who don't know him. That's why I want to grow. And with doing that, there are awesome benefits that are going to be added to my life. Amen. Come on, will you bless today? Come on, give it up for Jesus. Come on, give it up. Amen. Well, we're out of time right now. Praise the Lord. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir. If you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life, please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.